You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Welcome to Betting Bananas with your hosts, the Ruthless L. Wagman, Ryan the Corner Man Quinn, and Dave Van Auken. What's up, guys? The band is back together. It's been a minute, but uh, we're all back. And we got to change the damn intro now. Someone has to uh, go get hitched and go get married. L. Dawson, Miss L. Dawson, how are you, first and foremost? I'm doing great. I'm so glad we're back, guys. Yeah, no. <laughs> Let's stop talking about fights for a second. How Are you still in that uh, wedding glow? I saw, dude, that, uh, you know, the, the cake picture is amazing. Oh the I was going to say awesome. the picture with the cake was really cute. Yeah, that was a good pick. Come on. That's that, a good pick. You had a great that time? That was the best cake I've ever had in my life. No, it was amazing. We had such a good time. So much fun. Um, I'm, I'm ready to be back home, but it, it was such a good night. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And then to my right, your left, uh, you know, Mr. Mike White, Mr. Jed himself. He's a uh, matchmaker, uh, YouTuber, ex-Bellator coach. He, there's, is there something you yeah. haven't done in this industry, Ryan? Is I there? don't know. What, them will work eventually. So that's what we're get, banking on, right? There we go, man. <laughs> Ryan Quinn. The How's it going, man? everybody? <laughs> very cool all right well all three of us are back it's been like it has been a while there was an off week there in the ufc there's only uh two more shows after this but guys ufc orlando is here this card is stacked the first time in ufc history there's 15 fights on a fight night there's been 15 fights before but that was a pay-per-view this is only a fight night the card is humongous High-level main event, a uh, couple intriguing matchups, really cool prelims, all, you know, scattered. We always make the best bet. Just real quick, what's your first uh, instinct or gut or your first thing when you think of UFC Orlando? L, take it away. What's your first thought? I I was kind of, like, my big my big thing for this card is RDA. Like, I just love okay. watching RDA fight. Okay. So anytime RDA is on a card, that's where my, my mind goes. And I'm more excited for that fight than the main event even. To be honest, I just love watching RDA fight. Wow. Okay. There we go. I wasn't expecting that. Ryan, what's your first uh, trick into this card? Man, I, I it, it's like every three days something jumped, something changed. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, right now, leading up to about a half hour ago, it was the it was the main event. You know, it was Kevin Holland and Stephen Thompson. I'm very interested to see which direction these guys are going, which we're going to get into later. But man, there is there is a seven and eight rank fight in the world in the middleweight division on the card between uh, uh, Dustin Hermanson and Roman Delitz tonight. It's like, I mean, uh, Saturday. It's like yeah. that's that's usually pay per view savvy stuff, you know. Like this card is stacked. I really just, I really can't wait to dive into this card on Saturday. Like Ty Tuivasa and and Sergey, like these are we two even top get there. heavyweights. Yeah. Like I'm not trying to go there, but we've seen worse main event fight nights. Like we've seen worse. That fight could be the main event of other fight nights so far this year. And it's like not like slept on. It, it kind of is slept on in this car. Like that, like Tai Two Boss is overlooked. And that man's never overlooked. It's crazy. It's it's bananas. Um, you know, then you got Orlando's own Phil Rowe and Nico Price, Clay Guida versus Scott Holtzman. I heard this is Scott Holtzman's retirement fight. 
Uh, okay. Two female fights. I like them both. Angie Hill versus uh, Emily's on this. And then Tracy Cortez versus Amanda Rivas. Like that low. Yeah. It's, it's stacked. It's stacked. It's big, guys. It's a big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, well, it's what we do. Uh, we'll definitely start with the uh, newly minted uh, married woman, Mrs. L. Dawson. L, what's your best bet on the board? What's the uh, let's just let's win money. Let's guarantee a win here, and let's keep the card moving. What's your best bet on the board? I know I already said his name, but RDA by decision is absolutely easy money with this. Like he's better than Barbarina everywhere. I know he's going back up to one seventy, and I know he's not a huge seventy pounder. But, man, he's been so dominant at 70 and at 55, and he has the wrestling. Brian has struggled with good wrestlers in the past, and if he does happen to put RDA in danger, which I doubt because RDA has a solid chin and he's incredible (laughs) as well, I think all he has to do is take a shot and he'll have Brian down, and I think that he'll just grind him out for that decision, whether it's on the cage or on the ground. Yeah, there are no disagreements off the bat on that one. That's probably... As solid as you can get it, right? The RDA, UD, uh, probably maybe even a 30-26 in there. I can see a 30-26, 30-25 yeah. in one of those rounds or twos, but uh, I, I like that a lot. So, uh, Ryan, what is your best bet on the board, my man? Mrs. Wagman, there are no uh, banana bets yet so far between us because I have RDA winning by decision as well. I just think wow. that uh, Brian's size is going to keep him in this fight. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't really find Brian to be the most athletic fighter, so to speak. Like, you know, when Robbie was boxing, he was scoring a lot before the knockout came. Um, and Rafael just has so many weapons and he has that, that good MMA wrestling where he does that strong double leg where he can punch and move his head, which is horrible against somebody that can't really move that well. And then go into the, uh, shoot into double legs. And like I said, I think Brian's size is going to keep him out of trouble. Uh, but, um, but I, I think that RDA is just going to win uh, all three rounds. Okay. All right. Wow. We, I, that might be a first. That might be the first that you guys have got the best bet on the board. Same. So uh, we'll keep it rolling. Underdog plays. There are so many great underdogs. I think on this, there's 15 fights. I think at least off the top of my head, I'm kind of looking at it now, anywhere between six and eight underdogs that I just like just straight up, not even getting the plus money that I honestly think is going to win the fight. So uh, L, you have a best uh, underdog on the card for you? I don't. I don't know if I agree with you on that. I was Ooh. going hard, and I like there's there's a couple close fights on there, but like the one where I was kind of looking was going to be Tracy and Amanda Hebus, and they're even money. Like there's no underdog there. I was uh, kind of hoping that I might see an underdog on that one, but the, I think the one. Can that I pause I- you real quick on that? Tracy Cortez was the underdog for this whole week. Uh, and to be honest, that was one of my good plays. I like Tracy as an underdog going into this fight. But you are right. Today, today they kind of matched up at 110. Yeah. But Tracy was an underdog that I did like a lot. But just- gotcha. So some people might have gotten her as plus money. That's a close fight too, though. Um, there's not there's not a lot of underdogs where I'm like, oh, wow, I'm shocked to see plus money on this guy. The, the one guy I'm leaning towards, though, right now is Roman Zalize. Um, I think a lot of people, including myself, have kind of counted him out in the past because he had one bad performance against Trevin Giles. And Trevin Giles did kind of, he was able to wrestle him. And I don't think of Trevin Giles as like a particularly high level wrestler. So that kind of, uh, I know you guys know, I bet against Phil, uh, I bet against him when he was fighting Phil Hawes and I was very wrong. He's incredibly dangerous on the ground. And I think he's dangerous enough on the ground to be able to hang with Hermanson. And he's super dangerous on the feet as well. Uh, I think he can do some serious damage. 
Um, so that's that's who I'm taking as my underdog. Okay, I like that. I like that. Um, I, I you know, and it's what we do. We record here on Wednesday nights. Uh, it's podcast Thursday, and it's on all of our platforms on Thursday. I really want to see the scale for this fight. Um, you know, Roman was a backup fighter, kind of on this last week of a notice. Supposed to be Hermansa versus Derek Brunson, and uh, that was a very intriguing fight. So I just want to see Roman. I want to see what he looks like on the scale. Um, but yeah, I, I, I can, I can, I can ride with that one. I can see that he's got that potential to knock out any middleweight on this planet at any time. So we'll definitely see. Uh, Ryan, the cornerman, underdog play of the card. Um, I'm going big, much like this fight with underdog. I have Ty Tuivasa winning by knockout. I uh, I was actually real surprised to see that he was the underdog. Uh, pretty significant as of this morning from last I saw. Um, I just think that he's got the power. He's got he's, he's had much tougher opponents. You can only learn after losing to Cyril Gaon the way he did. And and uh, I just think that oh the like the power's there as I noticed. The anytime like Pavlovich like the way he comes forward to get that like steamrolling knockout going, that's when he's going to run into a spinning back kick stuff like that. The spinning stuff that Ty is so good at. So I, I got Ty all night. Okay. Uh, I think so as well. Ty mm-hmm. Tuivasa, the over. Over one and a half rounds is like plus 185. Like everyone thinks wow. those heavyweights, they go at it quick and Ty Tuivasa. But mm-hmm. like Ty Tuivasa usually is a multiple round guy, usually round two, round three. And mm-hmm. it's not two and a half rounds. It's only one and a half. So we have to get by seven minutes. I like that a lot off the top of my head. But going back, I really like Tracy Cortez. I know it's going to be a close fight, but when she was a dog money, I like that. Tuivasa, I don't mind as well. Uh, Roman, I don't mind uh, as well. I know we'll probably get into it soon. Steven Wonderboy Thompson as an underdog, I don't mind that as well. And then a little sneaky one, me and El talked about this uh, before. Emily versus Angie Hill. Angie Hill is a slight underdog. I think Emily in three years is... <laughs> going to be the better fighter. And I think her trajectory right now is definitely better than Angie, but Angela Hill has been around forever. She's been in so many big fights, big main events. I think this is like a, a veteran win. I think she's going to win a round that she shouldn't and kind of get her down with 13 seconds left. So the judge would be like, Oh, I guess we got to give it to Hill. I think this is a, a one of those veteran fights that she kind of outsmarts her and is not the more the more talented fighter. And I think Angie Hill is going to win as well as an underdog. So there's like there's there's four or five little spots right there. But um, all right, three fight parlay. This is what L Dawson does for a living. That's how uh, we paid for that nice wedding was on three fight parlay. So L, take it away. All right. So for my very first leg of the night, I'm going to have to massively disagree with you, Dave. Um, so. I, uh, I have Emily by decision, and I don't think it's going to be close. I know okay. anytime that Angela Hill is on a card, I make money on her opponent. Um, I think that Emily has the better striking. She's more technical. I definitely think she has the boxing to be able to hang with Angela Hill on the feet, and she has the superior grappling. Um, I think people look at Emily Ducote as like a young fighter, and they think that she needs to develop more, but like I think she's peaking right now. Like she, I don't think people realize how long she's been around. She was on the Bellator scene for a long time. She was on in, fighting in Invicta for a long time. And I think the reason why it took her so long to get to the UFC is just because she was fighting at flyweight for too long. She's too small for 125. She found that out the hard way. And at that point, she kind of had to rebuild her record at strawweight, where she has absolutely blown people away. Um, she's dangerous there. Um, but I, I don't, uh, Angie's tough. She'll hang in there but I think she will be at the uh, bad end of that decision at the end of the night. 
Um, next, I have Mark Jacquese by decision. Um, I think a lot of people remember him when he first got into the UFC as like having those awesome flash KOs, which he is absolutely capable of. And he has a solid chin too. Uh, I know Michael Johnson had, you know, he, he always has that pop, but I think that pop is disappearing very quickly in his age as we see him getting older as well. Um, and Jacasey has a solid chin. Uh, he's been kind of wobbled once by Rafael Alves, who I think is uh, more dangerous on the feet than Johnson as well. And Jacasey fights super smart. If he knows he can wrestle these guys, that's what he does. And I definitely think we'll see the same thing tonight. And as we know from past fights, Michael Johnson, just once, he, once people get him down, he is just like a fish out of water. I think we're going to see a repeat of that with Mark Jacasey, and he'll grind him out for that decision. Uh, the third leg of my parlay, I'm going to the very beginning of the card. Um, I've had my eye on Francis Marshall since Contender Series. I don't know if you guys saw that fight. That kid is absolutely incredible. He yeah. fought a super tough kid. It's one of my favorite fights that was on the Contender Series this season. Um, I think he's going to win by submission. Um, I, I think that he's the better fighter all around, but his wrestling, he can absolutely take the fight to the ground at any time. He's got a super good class devil. And I know from uh, some intel as well that his opponent struggles with the ground game and uh, struggles getting submitted in the room. So I see him, uh, Francis Marshall, if I want to be more specific, by rear naked choke. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, um, we're not allowed to tell inside information. We're going to have to delete this damn channel. <laughs> you didn't hear me say that. Edit that. But. All right, all right, all right. Touche. That was a tip of the hat. If you, if you know, you know. You know, you know, you know. Um, all right, dude. L. L. Dawson with it, like literally. Emily, you D. Dude, the Dakazi one. After you said it out loud, and I kind of looked at it. Oh, I love that now. Like I, I that it was just one of those fights I kind of skipped. I'm like Michael Johnson's one of those guys. It feels like he can beat any fighter on any given day, but also can lose to any fighter out of a given day. So it's hard to bet on. But you're right, Mark. I think it's been two fights in a row. He's been more wrestling heavy. He's just starting to win fights. He's starting to, let's just be yeah. honest, it is a business. I know everyone wants to see a flashy knockout. Michael Chandler, I get it. But until you're at that Michael Chandler point, you got you got to win. you got to get fights. So uh, I like that a lot. Uh, that's pretty savvy right there. Uh, Ryan Quinn, my man, 3-5 parlay. Take it away. First, I got a question for you, David. Do you oh, have yes, your Do you have your banana hood ready for next oh. week? Oh my goodness! Wait, 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 wait. You want to go somewhere with this? You want to? Okay, yeah, because what, what I'm you... with I'm with the newly Mrs. Dawson. I just have Emily Ducote beating Angela Hill by decision. I just feel that oh, I just feel man. that that you, you're going to see what we're talking. I'm I'm going to tweet. I told you so's while this fight's going on. The the. The, the, I just feel like the, she's going to score damage in every round and she's just going to chew up points and, and just slowly eat at Angela. And Angela's going to be in the fight because that's what Angela does. But I just feel like the striking and the power on top of that is just too significant to lose rounds to Angela Hill in the way Angela Hill fights. So I have her winning by decision as well. I, um, and, let me just stop right there. I, I don't feel insanely strong about it. I would bet Angie Hill as an underdog. So I'm not going to. Uh, as soon as the banana is brought up, you you now you're I, not. No, no, no. See, I'm not going to back down from a challenge. I'm going to man up. There's once in a while in your life when you know when you have multiple kids, you just start to man up on stuff. If you want to challenge me with Angie Hill as an underdog, as 45 uh, fights in against this 
striving young vet in Emily. I'll, I'll take the vet. I'll take it. I'll be an underdog that night. That's fine. Okay. I'll take it. All right. That's my first one. So my second right. one, I have right. Scott Holtzman beating Clay Guida. Um, I'm going to get to that. Okay, good if one. this fight was five years ago, if this fight was three years ago, I would tell you Clay Guida could scramble out of every wrestling exchange that's going to happen in this fight. But I just, especially it's, uh, the fight's at 155, I just don't see them, like, I, I just see Scott, like, you're going to see that waist lock a lot against the fence and down to the cage. Just, I just feel like his strength's going to overwhelm Clay in this fight, and I don't think Clay has the power to really strike with him anymore. Um, Scott does have some explosive striking in his own right, but I think he's just going to win the wrestling exchanges. Uh, going through the card and then i'm going to go to the way top in the main event for my last one i actually have an underdog pick in my parlay i have steven wonderboy thompson who's being walked out by jack black mentioned by fight bananas with wonder boy what is the secret of your p- <coughs> can't do it anyway nailed it. anyway no you nailed he's it. gonna I, I I I just I didn't mean to do that. I just get carried when I hear Wonder Boy. I just think Jack Black. But um, I just feel he's gonna win that fight because Me too. Me too. I know like he's a little he's 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 aged. You know he's had knee problems, which the way he fights really sucks. But um, I feel that the way Kevin needs to close the distance and score with the boxing that Steven can still keep that distance and that range to set up strikes and kind of play with point sparring with the karate kicks as well as straight punches, straight lefts on the way in to to Kevin. And also on top of that, I feel like, especially because Kevin's coming off a loss, not now I'm not bringing into this last loss. I'm throwing that out the window when it comes to talking about this fight, but because he's coming off a loss, he's going to be a little more aggressive. If he starts losing rounds, especially later on, he's going to start running into those punches and those kicks. So I feel by counter striking that Steven Thompson's going to win a point victory. So I got Thompson, uh, Dakota and Holtzman. Okay. Um, like that. I like it. Um, all right. 17 minutes into it, we've kind of finally got into the main event. So I do want to peel this onion off a little bit. Then also, I do want to – there's so much more I want to talk about if we have five, six more minutes. All right. Main event-wise, like, when this main event was made, right off the bat, you think of just Kevin Holland. He's uh, fighting tougher. Like, he just – I feel like he's more in his prime. I know he just lost to Chamaya, but, you know, all that aside, that was just a crazy weekend. It is what it is. And you feel like Wonder Boy's at the end and he doesn't have what he has anymore. But like over the last couple of months thinking about it and then Kevin Holland with the whole retirement thing, he's super into his podcast now. And same thing, not to, you know, we're going to get banned off of uh, MMA betting. I hear a lot of things from Kevin Holland's camp. Like he's just, they wanted a main event and they called Kevin and he wasn't, he was really unsure about ever fighting again. And he's like, all right, I'll do a main event. Wonder boy. This is kind of cool. I'll take it. Like, did he like, did he go in the sauna an extra day? Did he get up in the morning and run? And I know that's so cliche. I, I get it. I really do. But it's like, you know, I think this fight just Ryan, I can tell you this. Sometimes you just throw a ball in the middle and there's two, two people that want it and whoever kind of wants it more, especially in a fight wants it more. And I feel like Wonder Boy wants this one more. I really do. I think he knows if he loses this, um, you know, the PFL or Bellator could be super really close uh, to him. So I think he really needs this win. Kevin Holland doesn't. Like, I feel like Kevin Holland's fine. Honestly, if he never, like, fights again. Like, he's just one of those things. Or, like, he could fight Jake Paul or, or who show up here in a big Bellator thing. I just think that's where his mentality's at right now. So I think I, I like Wonder Boy a lot. And now – he was the favorite when the betting lines open. 
And it's the exact opposite. He's an underdog. And I like him a lot. I like Wonder Boy. L, we never, like, you really haven't gave your two cents on it. Are you same bet, you know, wavelength? Or are you totally different? Where are you at on that? I've been leaning Kevin Holland, but I kind of, after what you just said, like, I, I haven't really thought about that. But yeah, Kevin Holland has kind of been on the fence. Like, we don't know if he's been training. Yeah. And so I, that's, that's fair. That's definitely a fair assumption. I just, man, Wonder Boy, his age is showing. Do you guys know the last time Wonder Boy finished somebody? I want you to guess who it was. 2013. Not that long. It was Johnny Hendricks. 2015, mm -hmm. 16. Whoa, whoa. The great Johnny Hendricks? But that's my point. It's like if he still had that danger yeah. factor that we saw from old Wonder Boy, I would probably lean more towards him. But the main reason that Wonder Boy can decision these guys is because he has the reach advantage. And he actually has a six-inch reach deficit with Kevin Holland. Now, if Kevin Holland comes out and fights lazy, does his Derek Brunson bullshit like he did in the Derek yeah. Brunson fight, where he was yes. just talking shit for yes. like he didn't care. Yes. Yeah, I could see him losing that fight. Absolutely. That might be a good fight for the live lines. If you come out and you see Kevin fighting smart, because Kevin Holland also has the athleticism. And after like the Burns fight, Kevin Holland, even though he doesn't have Burns grappling, he may not get Wonder Boy down, but he has the athleticism to have a fight like that against the cage where he just grinds on Wonder Boy. And that is not Wonder Boy's comfort zone. You know, he likes to use that leg kick as his jab and stay super far away. And with a guy who has longer arms than him, I could see that, I could see Kevin, you know, just grinding it out, making it kind of ugly. I can see like these guys hugging 12 times during the fight. It's just like one of these, like they're both smiling at each other. And like once one guy gets a good shot, like Kevin be like, oh, Wonder Boy, like good spinning kick. You got me in the ribs. Like I can just see it, that type of fight. I know it sounds crazy. Yeah. I know Kevin literally can knock him out in a minute. Like I get it. But I can just like, like, I don't know. You saw them in the hallway too. And I actually, there's a lot of me that really likes it. Every fight doesn't have to be this bitter blood rivalry. Yeah. Like once in a while, it's kind of cool that these guys, like you can tell, kind of respect each other. They're kind of friendly with each other. I don't know. There's just something about this fight that I just like, like afterwards, like Kevin Holland's going to lose four rounds to one. And he's like, eh, like I can just see him like not caring. He's, he's probably getting a nice, pretty damn paycheck. Amway's a big building. I think the UFC knew, know that they needed another fight on this card. And that just kind of made sense. I don't know. It's just like, there's a weird thing. And after like, it's going to be so obvious after the fight, it's going to be one of those mm -hmm. fights. Like, Holland's yeah. gonna look amazing. Be like, yeah, dude, guys, he's in his prime. What are we thinking? Or Wonder Boy's gonna beat him, like outpoint him. It's gonna be like a kickboxing with it's pads on. Boring. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's not gonna be a rock'em sock'em. It's it's gonna be boring. Yeah, yeah, I think that. Um, okay, so there's that. Uh, we, you know, like I said, there's just when you guys were talking about it, and I made that statement uh, about like I like an underdogs. You know, you mentioned Scott Holtzman. I think I like Clay Guida on the other side. He's plus 150. Uh, same kind of thing. This is Scott Holtzman's retirement fight. I don't know if you guys knew that or got brutal of it. He's like, this I didn't is know it. That. my last fight. There's something about it. Um, you know, when you know it's your last time, it's like, same thing. Did he, did he get up every morning as early as the others? And, you know, does he midway through the second round and clay guida has grinded on him it's like like does scott holtzman have it in him to like hey i gotta win this fight for my next one that so that uh we barely mentioned phil rowe in orlando phil rose an underdog against nico price nico is definitely more the dog and it was talked about on ufc media today but like phil rose technique and skill and boxing and his jits i think is 
more high level than Nico, but is it going to become a grimy fight? And if it does, you know, you might have to lean Nico. And then, yeah, the other one I had circled with my permanent black marker. I just, yeah, I like Wonder Boy. I think it's going to be an over four and a half rounds, a Wonder Boy win. I think he's going to win four rounds to one and um, just more underdogs. I got Angie Hill, Ty Tuavasa, Roman, Clay. I got them all. Tracy Cortez. I will say with the, the Scott Holtzman fight, I could I could see it. I think the reason why people are so I've seen a lot of people say that where they think Clay Guida might be able to get the upset because I think it's because Holtzman str struggled with the wrestling of Gamera and Nick Lentz. Man, Gamera's wrestling is here yeah, compared yeah. to Clay Guida's. And it's I, different I type of wrestling too. Gamera is not a control guy. Like he is not like Grant. Like Grant takes you down and rides and like you don't get back up. Gamrock can scramble. Like that dude just does not stop moving. And I don't think Clay, Clay used to be that guy, a bit, a little bit wilder. I just don't think that he has that, that same like speed to keep it up yet anymore. Wait, I could be wrong. I could see it. Man, that Grant Dawson guy, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. <laughs> he's all right. Yeah. I love that he got that finish on Madsen. I'm not gonna lie, that was, was in the was in the top 15 for one week, and then Moicano booted him. <laughs> <laughs> Money Mochiano was boing. Oh, he's oh. earned it. Yeah, yeah, he's earned. He's he's actually here in Orlando. He's gonna be doing a lot of stuff too. He's oh, nice. um he's actually you ready for this one? He's actually doing a <laughs> podcast live. I'm gonna go to it. It's Mochiano, Kevin Holland, and Terrence McKenney. Like. Heck yeah. That's my fault. That's my point. I'm not trying to be like that guy. And I, I like love having fun. But the two nights before your big main event fight, like Kevin Holland's going to be at Orlando 1130 at night doing a podcast. Like, yeah. Yeah. Where's oh, your head at? Mm -hmm. You know, like, I just think that's where he's at in his career. Like, he's just making money and, and grabbing different things. And, and dude, that's awesome. Like, I, I respect that. There needs to be life after fighting for sure. But it's just. It's a wild time. Wild yeah, time. but like you just said, life after fighting. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, okay, right. now I know you and I have actually had this conversation before about some fighters where, you know, like I said, like I praise Sean O'Malley. I really wish that they would bank on, like, you know, he has his YouTube channel. He invests in properties, so he has passive income coming in. Like, like stuff that I wish that fighters would do while they're fighting. Stuff that I wish that I did while I was fighting. You know, like just put my money to use as opposed to just freaking blowing it, you know? Um, but, uh, but... But like you said, like there's a big difference in, in setting up and using your brand as well as just being completely distracted from what your brand is made from. Right. And, and with that, you ready for this one? Like, not, you know, I'm, I hate I'm harping on this so much, but Sugar Sean O'Malley, remember, he went to a, um, a Dubai a little bit earlier than even some other American fighters. And that week, you think of Sean O'Malley, you think of the hair and how loud he is in the podcast and the weed and all that stuff. One, he couldn't smoke over there. He did like no podcast that week. He was actually very, very quiet the week of the fight. And I think it showed. I think he was uber serious in that fight. If you think he won or lost, it kind of, it's null and void. The judges thought he won. And regardless, it was a 15 minute good fight with Peter Yan, who a lot of people think is one of the best in the world. So it just, it, I, I, I like that he does other stuff, but I think when it's time to get to work, when it's really time to kind of put that uh, that the, the hat on, he does. Like he's like, yeah. you know, he he gets down to it. So he can Great. compartmentalize it. Yeah. Right. 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 There we go. This is one of the long ones. UFC Orlando, fifteen fights. Uh, best bet RDA RDA. We got Roman as underdog and tie for Ryan. 
Three five parlays are pretty close. Both of you guys have Emily, Mark Dikaske, Scott Holtzman, Wonderboy Thompson for Ryan Quinn and Francis Marshall. I gotta look that up. I, I'm actually I'm not gonna be honest. I'm I'm I gotta relook that up. I'm he fought Connor Matthews. Look at this contender series fight with Connor Matthews. Another five. Uh not uh, too many fights. They were both five and zero going to the contender series fight. Fantastic fight. Both very nice. good guys. Yeah. There we go. All right. Any last words from you guys? Anything uh, you know, the uh, the wedding cake was good. Oh, <laughs> the best. How good was my Wonder Boy singing? Oh, uh, it was. Oh, uh, I wasn't ready. I, I was. I mean, it was I. Just kind of, just kind of, when when it hits you, you know, you just. Yeah. I gotta sing, damn it. <laughs> I, I would, I would advance you to the next round in one of those shows. I don't know what shows they are now in 2022, but like when I was like in my teen years, I think it was, uh, you know, American just, Idol. Yeah, yeah, American Idol. Just you, you go out to the. No, I'm, I'm way more scared of Simon than any freaking fighter I've ever gone against. <laughs> He's nice now. Very true. Oh, that's not the real Simon then. I need the real, <laughs> the asshole. <laughs> oh, man, we got to change our intro and outro to say L. Dawson now said L. Wagman. But, guys, we'll talk to you soon. Next week, UFC 282. Uh, very, very sad that Glover Teixeira and Yuri's mm. off the card and Glover's off of it. We haven't even talked about it. I guess we'll get into that next week. Yeah. The card is a um, um, it, it's a weak pay-per-view. I'm just going to say that. I think that's the honest truth. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, uh, it's going to be a tough that's – a, that's a tough $70 to spend. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Well, we'll talk to you soon. Orlando, Florida, UFC, L. Dawson, Ryan Quinn, Dave Anakin. We're out. Welcome to Betting Bananas with your hosts, the ruthless L. Wagman, Ryan the Corner Man Quinn, and Dave Van.